It's really not about a mindset. It's about how we think. And thinking, I like to say, is a thing. How we coordinate this thing, it affects our mind and body. Because the more positive you are, the more blinded you are. And in business, we have to make decisions with logic and use emotions for movement. So when we look at business, most people look at business from a standpoint of logic or emotion. And if you work in the corporate arena, it's all logic and no emotion. And they say, the more logical you can be, the more business will move forward. Well, I, I kind of challenge that model all day long because you need logic to make decisions, right? You need emotions to help move the needle. Because if you don't know how to use emotions, then you have challenges with business. Like all of us who are business owners, we're all entrepreneurs, and it's not the logic in our business that causes chaos with our employees, our customers, our staff. It's the emotions. Always has been. It's always the emotions that cause us chaos. So if we don't understand how emotions work, we can't really make logical decisions. So I want to share with you this premise. Most people don't realize that they're running on this one neurotransmitter called dopamine. Anyone ever heard of this thing called dopamine before? Yeah, some of you have, cool. So dopamine is a neurotransmitter. Now, this neurotransmitter is functioning and acting all the time and making you want more. The reason you're on this call is because you want more out of your life and your business and dopamine is the single neurotransmitter that's pulling you forward to more and more of that. It's also the same neurotransmitter that makes you eat one too many Twinkies, one too many drinks at night, one too many cocktails, one too many pieces of cake, and one too many slices of pizza. It's also the neurotransmitter that doesn't know to stop. It's the feel good neurotransmitter. And so we always want to feel good. So in essence that if we're functioning from dopamine constantly, what I call is you're chasing success, which is why I wrote the book called Chasing Success. Because it's about always wanting more. We're never fulfilled, right? We're never fulfilled. We want more and more and more and more and more. And the more we try and get, what happens when you get more? You want the next more. I have a buddy of mine, that he, he, um, he bought a Ferrari several years back. And I don't have a Ferrari. And uh, I said to him, I said, it's cool that you have a Ferrari. And he said, yeah, it's good. I said, what's the coolest thing? What's the greatest thing about having a Ferrari? And you're never going to believe it. He said the greatest thing about having a Ferrari was the day before he got it. I said, what do you mean? It's because he's like, it was all the dopamine, the anticipation of getting this thing. And then I got it. I drove it. It was cool. But now it's just a car. I was like, I don't know if it's just a car, brother. Like it's, it's a little bit more than just a car. But he's like, you get what I mean. And I said, yeah. And I knew in my head, and I'm saying this with you, it's the dopamine that makes you feel that way. Right? It's dopamine that chases you up. So if we look at this cycle and we look at our, our brain, if you guys can see me here, is that we go up in dopamine to make us feel good. Now this is going to come back and I'm going to come back to you and talk to you about that in a second as well. When we're doing mergers, acquisitions, goal setting, increasing business demand, increasing supply on our business, looking for goal setting, we set goals that we say we think will feel good. Right? However, if we set goals that aren't balanced, aren't governed, aren't objective, what we're going to do is we're going to create the exact opposite because dopamine has to go up, but it's also got to crash. It's got to crash in a big way. So here we feel good. Now watch this. After you felt good, 
the reciprocation of it is feeling like crap twice as bad because dopamine that crashes is twice, two times the feeling of lower. So you get feel great when you hit the goal, you hit shame when you don't. And that shame is deep. So most people in business do this yo-yo game. High and low, high and low. And if you look at most businesses, there's never a steady trajectory of growth, right? And they manage their business on this construct of high and low, high and low. When they're super high, things are amazing. I can't believe it, business is so good. And then you talk to them three months later, oh my God, things have hit the fan. Blank, hit the fan, I don't know what to do. And they go into this chaos. And then they sit, try and grow it again. And they go again, I'll prove it to, tell me I'm wrong. Most businesses, their average income has not shifted much year to year. They get minimal growth and then they stay there. And they, minimal growth and they stay there. But there's no constant trajectory because they're built on this idea. Now what we're gonna talk about is this idea, how do we create minimal highs and lows? How do we create minimal highs and lows? Because the more we can create this line at a baseline, the more emotional management we're gonna have, the more psychological management we're gonna have, the more family balance we're gonna have. Because look, as entrepreneurs, we struggle. 72% of entrepreneurs deal with mental health disorders. We just don't call them mental health. We call it we're stressed out. Because we're achievers, right? We say we're gonna do more, we're gonna be more, we're gonna grind more. But the reality is that this whole grinded out mentality leads to adrenal fatigue. It leads to your body breaking down. It creates relationship havoc and issues with your spouses. It creates guilt and shame with your family and kids. And this is the reality of being an entrepreneur that nobody wants to talk about. This is the reality of what entrepreneurship is. You get lots of money and we talk about it. It's amazing, right? And the reality is that these emotions are always in our head. So if we don't navigate this thing as an entrepreneur, you're, we're never gonna grow, right? Many leaders have said that your business is a reflection of the consciousness of the leader. You'll never outgrow the consciousness of the leader. All of us are leaders of our organizations, but if we're stuck in this high feeling great and low feeling shame and this emotional cycle, it's hard to lead from balance. It's hard to lead from that state. Now you guys are objective, you guys are centered for the most part because it looks like many of you function from logic. But we gotta be careful that that logic is not only always feeling good. Chasing that next high inside of it. Most sales organizations that I work with, this is what they do. They're always burning out of salespeople. That's why most people burn out of salespeople because it's always chase the next good, chase the next good, chase the next good. And their goal setting is set, let's say you're hitting 10. And they hit 10, next month it's 15. Next month it's 25. There's no systematic approach to this growth. It's arbitrarily just more, 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 more. So I like using a model that kind of works this way. It's a very simple model, of course, right? We use, I'll use a triangle. We've got to master the way that we think. We've got to master the way that we feel, and then we've got to master how we act. All three of these have to come into this balanced state and organization of any business leader, any organization inside of it. Long story short is that I use this when I work with businesses to help them grow this, but it's managing this how we think, how we feel, and how we act. Because if our thinking is off, then we're gonna feel differently, and if our feeling is off, our actions are different. If we're acting reactively, then our feelings are off, and then we can't think straight. And if we feel off from something at home, let's say you're, you know, 
I don't know if you're married or not or in a relationship or not, but your spouse yells at you at home, are you going to be able to think correctly and act correctly at business? You're not. There's no way you can. So a lot of times people will sit and say, use this word mindset. I personally, I, I detest that term because it's not a mindset. It's really not about a mindset. It's about how we think. And thinking, I like to say, is a thing. How we coordinate this thing, it affects our mind and body. Right? I have this statement that I say, and it's going to publicly offend some of you, but I say that there's no such thing as mental health. We just have health. If we say we have mental health, then we are discluding the exact thing about it. If we say anxiety, depression, frustration, um, stress, sleeplessness, suicidal thoughts, these are controlled by being able to stay in this balanced state and that's controlled by this thing called serotonin. That serotonin lives in your stomach. 94% of it is made in your stomach. Why is that important? Because as an entrepreneur, if you're not watching what you eat, you can't think clearly. There's no way you can. There's no way you can. But the 94% of the serotonin, serotonin is in your stomach. If the serotonin's in your stomach, you can't feel good. So this whole cycle stops itself. So we feel through our spouse, or excuse me, through our serotonin inside that. Okay, what do we do tactically? So you guys are going through mergers, you're going through acquisitions, you're trying to build business, that's great. If we go into business, let's take step one. We go into business with a high level of dopamine in a transaction. And we sit and say, you know what, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. This is amazing. This business is going to be fantastic. Whether it be a merger, whether it be actually I have a conversation this evening, this afternoon, about a merger that I'm doing with someone. And I've already had to do this. And I'm going to share exactly what you do, the tactical strategy. So step one is this, is that you want to look at your world through objective reality. And I'm going to give you the tool to look at it through objective reality. Anytime you're going through a business merger acquisition that you're super excited about, make sure that you actually count 30 negatives of this business. 30 negatives of the business. Everyone says positive thinking. Got to be positive. Got to be positive. Got to be positive. That's stupid. Because the more positive you are, the more blinded you are. And in business, we have to make decisions with logic and use emotions for movement. So you want to use, and you, what you do is you first look at it, you create, okay, let's look at 30 drawbacks of this business. Find the negatives. Negative thinking is essentially valuable. Negative thinking is important because it takes the dopamine down and brings your serotonin back in balance. So you're going to be able to look at this. You're going to be able to look at this and say, objectively, how do I do this? Now some of you, how many people have ever been in a deal where they're scared or nervous or afraid? Yeah, I think we all have, right? We're all like a little bit scared, like, hey, look, some of it, it makes you move. That's all right. That's great. But most deals that we do, it's fear, and there's only two reasons for fear, right? But the biggest thing that you want to do, I like saying step two, is if you look at it with fear, is whatever you think you're afraid of, the worst case scenario, take the worst case scenario that you have, lay it out, lay out the worst case scenario, and find 30 benefits of if that happened. I promise you, if you do this, you're going to neutralize this fear. 
because all of this is running on this dopamine cycle imbalance. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.